Trunk falls on it. That will be it. They've defended their title. They are still the champions and the first in a united competition since 150 He'll be counting cash well into his 80s. And why shouldn't he? He's the best player in the world and has been for years. Well, Silky, right across the park, Sonny Bill turns up, Victor Radley on a 24-hour wait session, and look what he does. He destroys him with the ball, offloads here, offloads there, tackles there, tackles there, 30 minutes. What a performance. What a week. What a team. Yeah, that's exactly right, Bush. But, of course, the evening was marred with sadness, the passing of Boyd Cordner's cousin, of course. Look, you know, we won't go into it too much, but, you know, he came off early, Boyd, but wasn't he having a cracker of a game? He set up the first two tries, uh, succumbed to a head knock, uh, but everything's looking good. But other than that, mate, it was all upside. In fact, the game was over at halftime. The game was over at halftime. And, yeah, look, we just want to, on behalf of Roosters fans, give Boyd and his family our deepest condolences. I'm sure he knows that the whole club, the whole Roosters community is with him. Very difficult time, but he was having a cracker of a game until, uh, you know, he got rested. So all the best to Boyd and his family. But, yes, it was halftime. It was a a dominant performance. I do say, though, the Knights did come back and tried to throw what they could at us. They must have got a fairly substantial spray by their former Rooster coach at halftime. Mate, they just didn't have much to match up in the last 20. They weren't allowed to, Bush. The Roosters were just completely dominant. We, We were, you know, running through the middle of the ruck there. Uh, and they didn't offer much in way of defence either. 30-6 to six at half time, they scored off a kick, quite fortuitous. Uh, you know, they scored off a, a, another kick in the second half. Look, the game was over by then. Bush, some notable performances. I thought Angus Crichton was fantastic playing in the middle oh, there. And you, as you mentioned, Sonny Bill Williams, 33 minutes, three offloads, 11 runs, 89 metres. He looked good. He's running into form, which is what we wanted to see. But our guest tonight, the man himself, Luke Keary, two tries, one try assist, two line break assists, 14 runs, four tackle breaks, two offloads, zero errors. He's our guest on tonight's show, and we're really looking forward to speaking to him. Can't wait to speak to him, Silky. What a dynamic performance. He looks like he's really come good since being injured a couple of weeks ago. And I tell you what, Roosters fans, you know, as our resident stats man at Roosters Radio, you would have been impressed with Jakey Friend as well, playing 80 minutes and just doing what he does best. Yeah, that's spot on, Bush. Friendy back to his tackling best, 52 tackles. And that try he set up, the ball to Teddy, wasn't that a ripper that went back into Kiri? That was a beautiful set try. And, uh, you Absolutely. know, it's good to see him playing into form, Friendy, as was most of the team. Well, Silky, what impressed me was our outside backs continuing the run of form of the Morris Twins and, of course, Toops getting a double, which I think takes his try tally to 102 for the mighty red, white and blusters. Yeah, and also, Bush, worth mentioning young Kyle Flanagan, 
I thought he was brilliant again and uh, didn't miss another kick. So uh, he's leading the point scoring and uh, playing some good footy as well. He's playing some great footy. And, gee, he can goal kick and, uh, you know, long live Kyle Flanagan's form. That's exactly right. Well, Bush, speaking of form, we've got one of the most informed footballers in the game coming up after this break. We'll be talking to Luke Keary. We'll be right back after this. Well, Roosters fans, they get none bigger than this in the Radio Hub studios or in the Fit Services offices. That's right. It's Luke Keary. He's our pivot. He's our 5'8". He looks like he's going to be our saviour. Back in the side, and he played 150 on Saturday night against the Newcastle Knights. Not just played 150, he had the game on a string. Silky, there was lots to like about it. And Luke, welcome to Roosters Radio for the second time in 2020. What a performance. What a win. Welcome. How are you, boys? How have you been? Mate, uh, we've been good. It was good watching you play there on Saturday night. Uh, you know, obviously you had a couple of weeks off with the uh, the Crook Harry Fibs, but looks like you're back to form and uh, playing some good footy. Yeah, mate, it was, it was obviously disappointing to, to miss a couple of weeks, but I reckon it might be a little bit of a blessing in disguise coming into the back end of the year. And yeah, I felt really good. Obviously, I was just a, probably more relieved than anything to get through the Canberra game and then yeah, I felt felt really good on uh, Saturday night against Newcastle. Luke, a uh, very you know tough game as a club, and, and particularly you, players are so close. But uh, you know, I know everyone was behind Boyd. It was uh, some pretty emotional, tough scenes for Boyd. It would have been a tough week, but the boys galvanised together and and really stood strong. Yeah, mate, it's obviously a tough time for Boyd and his family, and he knows that that the whole the whole club and supporters and and everyone's behind him and his family. So yeah, we'll just support him through through everything that he's going to go through. Now, mate, uh, just, on, just on a note, you dived across for a, a milestone try, 150 first-grade games. It's, it's no mean feat. You've got someone like Orbo who's at the other end of the scale. Is exactly double, almost exactly double what, what you've done. Uh, can you see yourself playing another 150? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I don't know how they do it. I've, re- I've done a bunch left in me. Nah, it's, it, it, mate, it's been so cool this year, obviously, to, to kind of go on this ride with Orbo and, and watch him break break Minza's record this week. So it makes the one fifty seem pretty small when you when you when you think about when I personally think about everything I've kind of been through to get to this point and then you see a guy like Orbo and, and Josh from the week before, you know, the things that they've obviously had to endure and the, the consistency they've had to play with to get to that point is pretty amazing. Mm. There's only I think forty one players in, in the history of the game that have, have played three hundred. Mm. I don't think there's many that have done it for one club. hundred percent. Look, mate, you're no slouch on the football field. You know, you play way above your weight. You're actually so much stronger than you probably look. And I mean that with the greatest respect. Do you look at someone like, say, Papa from uh, from Canberra, Papali, or, you know, the other day you, you're playing against uh, Clemmer, and do you look up at him and go, there's no way I'm running at you? Yeah. <laughs> um... I do, I do during, I do during the week. But when when you're out there, it's kind of a little bit different. But um, I don't, I don't really feel like that too much. But there's a there's a couple of blokes you got to look out for. I remember when we used to play the Roosters. I think Jared was the one to keep a little eye out for. Yeah, well, Jared's only Jared's only a dirty player if you're not with the Roosters, according to uh, all the other fans. But <laughs> mate, we love what he does. He's an enforcer, and we uh, wouldn't have him any other way. That's right. We need we need him now, Luke. Just. Back to your 150th, milestone games. I know we've spoken in the past. You don't seem to put a lot of emphasis on it. Was it a little bit different preparing for Saturday night? Were you a bit more nervous? Any other kind nah. of feelings? Nah, not at all. Like, like you just said, I think trying just another one. I think maybe once you get up to the, the two, 250, 300s, it 
probably a bit more special and you're a bit older and you can kind of appreciate a bit more. But yeah, I didn't. There's not not too much that goes into it for me other than that. Well, the way you're playing, mate. Speaking of 200, you've recently re-signed and congratulations from all the Roosters fans. I, I know we're we're delighted to have you as our, you know, particularly Bush and myself as proud sponsors of you. Was there much thought put into the process? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, actually, I, I remember sitting down with my manager a couple months ago when, when the club kind of said that they wanted to do something and I said, I want it done as, as quickly and as quietly as possible. And yeah, it got done very quickly and very quietly, which was which was pleasing. You mean you didn't say I want what Teddy's on? <laughs> <laughs> After what I've learned, I should, I should have said that. Nah, is it nah, true? Nah. That, is it true that Teddy's new car has also got a cappuccino machine? <laughs> Him and Sonny's. <laughs> well, speaking of Sonny, you've segued into my next point, mate. You two have really, from from what we see as fans, you know, you're in the bubble. We can't get near you. And, you know, we usually have the pleasure of um, you know catching up with you a couple of times throughout the year, but it's really interesting. But we see you, Angus and Sonny, have sort of formed this real bond from a fan's perspective. I hope it's an assumption, but you seem to have a quite a bit of banter and a really good on-field relationship as well as off the field. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's weird that you say those those two names because obviously the week Sonny came in, I was injured and Angus was injured too, but we were all due back on that Canberra game and we were basically just training together as as a three getting ready to come back. Yeah, mate, he's an awesome, but I, I I hadn't had much to do with him before. I'd obviously played against him, but I've heard heard so much about him and what he, what he did for the Roosters in in thirteen and fourteen. So to to have him back, yeah, it's been special. It's been it's been awesome to get to know him. He's just just a regular guy who wants to be one of the boys, and yeah, it's just it's cool. It's cool having him there, build a relationship with him. He's he's such a down to earth person, and I think we're very lucky as a club to have him back. Luke, we've got two more regular season games left and then we we head into the semifinals. I know there's an aura already around the club. Uh, I can feel it when I walk into the SCG. I felt it there on Saturday night. As players, this time of year, you know, how, how do you guys feel? Can you feel something special about to happen? I think that's, yeah, it's funny you talk about feelings because I think it's super important that you don't chase a feeling at this time of year, uh, especially if you've you've been there and done it before. You don't go looking to feel what you felt before or want to feel if you're in a good space that you can maybe win it or things like that. Like it's important that you're not searching for that. It's important you're just searching for, you know, what your best performance is, what you need to do that day or that game or in that moment in the game. And you'll notice that good things start to happen. But as soon as you go searching for feelings or trying to recreate things that have happened in the past, things start to go a bit sideways. So it begs the question then, we're going for a three-peat. How do you stay motivated or is that not really in the equation either? It's just one week at a time. Yeah, it's just, yeah. someone asked me this today and it's the first time I've thought about it because if you're not motivated at this time of year playing for this club, then I'm not sure. I don't think you should be playing footy. I think this is why we play. This is when you want to play. There's no better time of the year. There's no better feeling in the game and around the club. So, yeah, I, I, I Motivation is not something that anyone I think in our team needs. We've got a goal sitting right in front of us that we've worked towards all year. Most people have been working towards it since they were since they were kids playing footy. So yeah, I don't think anyone needs any extra motivation or is should be searching for it this time of year. Even if you've you've done it once, twice, five times, it's it's still that same feeling that yeah, I can't explain it this this time of year. 
Luke, Coach Robinson spoke very highly of, of the week for you and, you know, and, and talking about, you know, being motivated and, and, and talking about the team's motivation for a milestone like yourself. He's constantly changing it up, Robbo. How will he go down uh, in your coaching career as an influence? Yeah, he's, he's he's been big. He's he obviously I came to the club at a bit of a bit of a weird time. Like I'd played three or four seasons. I'd had success, and then I'd I'd had some years that that weren't great. So I was kind of came at that. It was kind of in between where I had to make a decision what way I was going to go, and I was yeah I was lucky to kind of fall into this this organisation, this system, and this coach. Not just him, but Fitzy, and and I've had Kingy there the whole way through too. So. Yeah, I've been really lucky with them. I don't like to think about kind of legacies and things like that. I think I'll, we'll, we'll kind of – what we do over the next – well, this season, the next the next few seasons coming is going to probably decide a few of those legacies for him, for him and, and some of those older players too. So I don't want to yeah. try and say what he'll go down as, but it's looking pretty good. Just on that with the coaching and the consistency, you know, you hear so much about – uh, you know, coaches like Fitzy, who's a, is a, you know, like a powerhouse assistant coach. He's a former one of the great players of our club. You know, you see Kingy, there's so much to Trav. There's so much stability within the place. Silky and I had the, the joy of coming over to the World Club Challenge and got invited over to cover it for Bruce's Radio, which is a big thrill for us. We've been around the place for a while. Silky used to lead the first grade team out as a ball boy. <laughs> and there's lots to like. But um, the consistency, mate, with with staff and, and the Roosters family is is also a big driver for you guys too, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, stability and, and consistency in an organisation, whether it be business or sport, is is so vital to the kind of sustainable success and long-term success. I think you can see it, obviously, with the Roosters. They've had stability from the very top, from Nick, uh, the board, and then down through this coaching staff, as you mentioned, with Robbo, Fitzy, Kingy, Trav. They've all, they've all kind of been there. Uh, they've been there for a long time. They understand the club. They understand what it's all about. And it kind of makes it easy for you as a player to come in and you know exactly what's expected of you. You know there's not constant changes and people coming in and out, and different decision makers. It all kind of funnels through this one system at the top. Luke, we know that uh, you're starting uni to change gears from, uh, from away from football. These sort of lessons you're learning now, do you think you'll be able to apply them? You know, you're doing your business course and, and uh, bettering yourself after football, but do you, do you be able to apply those lessons once you uh, do finish your career? Yeah, I think there's always lessons in everything you do in life. And obviously the Roosters and the NRL, the way it's running, it's a bit, they're both businesses. So, and we've got probably one of the smartest, <laughs> smartest operators in the country running, running the Roosters. So it's a bit of an advantage there. We've got a lot of good, good people surrounding the club, Mark Boris and, and a few of those boys on the board, which helps. But um, yeah, I've really enjoyed the uni. I think, it's given me a bit of an outlet outside of footy. It's given me some balance in my life. And I have found uh, when I really put my mind and work into the uni that my kind of on-field performances have yeah, been a lot better. Mate, I think we were talking earlier. You've only got a couple of more subjects to, to go before you, you get your degree. But, I mean, away from football, you're a newish dad. I think your little bloke's only just turned one recently. How are you going juggling, you know, uni, being a father, being in the bubble? It's a lot to do with yeah, no, mate, it's been awesome. It's he's he's turned one the other day. He's, yeah, he's brought like so much happiness and joy to our lives. But I don't, yeah, I don't find I have to juggle it too much. My my wife's been really good. She understands, you know, I've got to put some time into that uni stuff if I if I want to do it properly. And the bubble's kind of been a little bit of a blessing in disguise, although I would never say that, it, that too loud. But 
I've got, I've got to spend a lot of time with, with family. Obviously, we're not allowed to go anywhere, so it's kind of straight home and then family time and then got the uni stuff too. So I think it's been really good. Um, the baby's been a, a really good distraction and, and uni's kind of given me that balance off the field that I needed this year, I reckon. Little Hudson turns one. Is he, is he getting a golf club or a student? Oh, golf club. <laughs> golf club for sure. Mate, moving forward, Saturday night, we're up against the Sharks. Teddy having a bit of a spell on Saturday night, but it's important that we, uh, you know, maintain momentum this time of year. What are you expecting from the Sharkies? Yeah, mate, this, this, this is a really important time of the year. I think, I think we've been we've been very lucky the last month of footy. Um, you know, we've got to play these these top eight teams in Canberra, Newcastle, Cronulla this weekend, and then South. I think it's perfect kind of tune up. Uh, this end of the year, it's who we want to be playing. Yeah, I think it's really great to come in in the year. And then obviously, with Teddy there getting the rest, it's been a big year for him, and and a, and probably a bigger year last year. He's got final series coming up. He's he's going to have State of Origin after two. So yeah, I think it's a well earned yeah week off for Teddy. He can get his body and mind right, and hopefully he kind of produces his best footy for us when he comes back. Yeah, I think he'd be really really busy counting cash. <laughs> he should be. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't go back with sore fingertips. <laughs> Lukey, mate, we love having you on. We love watching you play. You inspire, uh, you know, everyone with the, you know, the way you play the game. You play it like you're, uh, you know, as big as Jared Rahara's. But the skill, uh, the joy, and the energy you bring into the fans uh, from the outside in is amazing. You're a great family man, and uh, yeah, lots to like, mate. So we want to thanks so much uh, for coming on Roosters Radio, and we wish you the best as you head towards the uh, end of season campaign, as we like to call it. Yeah, thanks, boys. Thanks for having us again. And I did, I did think of you when I re-signed. You kind of were the first people outside the club I kind of got to meet when I when I first came in, and you took me on board as as a player sponsor. So yeah, it's been a really enjoyable three years, and hopefully share a few more memories over the next three or four years together. I'm yeah, reaching for the Kleenex. For I'm reaching for yeah. the Kleenex. Lukey, <laughs> Luke, best of luck on Saturday night, mate, and uh, all the best. Thanks, boys. Thanks, sir. Well, there you have it, Roosters fans. Uh, he's a dynamic player, Silky, and, you know, just a gentleman. Off the field, he is uh, so easy going. It's such a relaxed interview. I mean, you know, we have the privilege of interviewing our players each week on behalf of our club, on behalf of our little podcast that we started, Silky Roosters Radio, many years ago with just a dream and a microphone. And I've got to tell you, uh, when you come across players like Luke Keary, uh, it really makes it joyful. And I think it's great listening for the fans. It gives us good insight. It's very genuine. And you can actually see traits of Luke on the field like that. You can see when he celebrates, when he commiserates, there's a mistake or something, you know. Everything he does is done with purpose. It's done to perfection. And you can see the character come out in when you talk about things like Sonny Bill and, and what it means for him to be a rooster. We're lucky to have him. Yeah, couldn't have said it better, Bush. You're on Roosters Radio, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Roosters Radio and Bush. Saturday night, 7.30 kickoff, back at the SCG. The Roosters taking on a bit of a bogey side of ours, the Sharkies. How do you see it? Well, Silky, I tell you what, most people are talking about a three-peat. I'm just talking about a repeat. I'm not looking that far ahead. I just want to do what we did to Newcastle, to the Sharks this week. I think we've got it in us. I think resting Teddy is beautiful. He's like a racehorse preparing for Melbourne Cup. Mind games are at play from Coach Robinson, and I want to see what he has up his sleeve with a positional change. And I can tell you what, I'm salivating at this Saturday night. Well, I don't think we lose much with having Joey Manu at number one. Orbo, of course, playing in the centres, and he will be the club's most capped player with game number 303. And it's probably worth noting that, Bush, what a great 
clubman he's been uh, and, you know, really looking forward to being out there on Saturday night, hopefully seeing Orbo get the win and, uh, you know, taking that title as uh, the club's most capped player. Yeah, big milestone for one of the great guys of the game. He's big, big friend of Roosters Radio and uh, he's been very good to us, extremely humble. And, and I think if you watch Coach Robinson's press conference post-Mewcastle game, he talks about Orbo, the type of guy that wants to be behind the curtain, not noticed and just sort of wander out for his 302nd like it's his first. Uh, and that's the kind of guy he is. And I know Roosters fans join as one in wishing Mitch, his family and everyone around him all the best as he uh, breaks the club record and holds the club record. And I know that we're very proud that someone like him has been around for so long. He's done so much for our club. So we hope to talk to Mitch next week on Roosters Radio, Silky, and uh, I hope he has a cracker. Well, Bush, I yeah, my sentiments exactly. But uh, it's time for a score prediction. How do you see it? Yeah, look, I'm going to give the Sharks 12 points. I think just like the Knights, they can get over the try line with uh, some kicks. I don't think they can penetrate our defence the way we've got them going. But I think we've got lots of points in us. I think the way Sonny Bill's playing as that second 5-8 Victor Radley role, if that's uh, you know what Coach Robinson's got him doing, uh, that's what it looks like from the stands and from the fans. I think we've got 32 points. It's Roosters 32, Sharks 12. Yeah, I like it. Look, I tend to agree with you. One stat that I haven't done my research on, Bush, but I think it's fair to say the last time a a team scored a a try against us using the football was against the Tigers. I know that the Raiders, they scored off a little grubber and, of course, the Knights scored off two fortuitous kicks. So, you know, the Roosters' D is back and that's what you want to see this time of year. And with that in mind, Bush, I think the defence is only going to improve. I think the Roosters are going to get 24, Sharks nil. Well, there you have it, fans. You heard it first. I think it's not a bad scoreline, Silky, and I think Coach Robinson will be happy with the zero. Just a quick one, Silky, to change gears. Can I just give a quick shout-out to a couple of our travel partners who we've been in contact with uh, recently with WhatsApp messages? Uh, the great Artie Zineros, mate, uh, ACFS. Of course, uh, Scotty uh, with a spoon, Scotty there with Elevate, mate, and, of course, the Tahans, mate. Uh, they're down in Melbourne. So I just wanted to give the boys a shout-out, send us some Roosters Radio love, and uh, tell them we haven't forgotten the good times back in the freezing cold Wigan winter, but uh, what a trip. Some amazing memories, Bush. Some amazing memories. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank our very special guest, the one and only Luke Keary. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East East to win. win.